1: Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. day of October, have you realized that we are, this is the 10th month? Yeah. Two more to go. And may the last two bring you supernatural blessings. Hallelujah. Christmas will come early for somebody. May you receive an early Christmas. Hallelujah. It's amazing how God has kept us. When we started the year, we didn't know, but we have God has been good. God has been good. I say God has been good. I say God has been good. Has been good. Yeah. We didn't know how the year would turn out, but somehow by the grace of God, he has been good. The Bible says, he that keepeth Israel, he neither sleeps nor slumbers. Hallelujah. Today, our verse for the week is Galatians 6. 6. Amen. 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 Our memory verse is Galatians 6. 6. Because today is what? I said, today is what? So like I was sharing in the early early sermon, anything that we say that's not in the Bible, don't do it. But once it's in the Bible Then it's the word of God Then it's up to you, choose whom you will say, Hallelujah Once we show you the word of God The honor is on you to choose whether you obey God or not Hallelujah So are you ready to memorize Galatians 6? Hallelujah One, two, go Again, And again, it's very simple. It says, Let him that is taught in the word. Not let, you see, not letting that is taught in Newsweek or CNN or Al Jazeera but letting that is taught in the Word. Okay? Have you been taught in the Word? Yes. I said, have you been taught in the Word? Yes. Very much. Letting that is taught in the Word. Do what? It's an old way. It means give back. Give back to him that teaches. In what? In what? I say in what? In all good things. So the Bible is saying that once you have been taught in the way, then it is your responsibility to give back to the person who taught you the way. All good things. Hallelujah. That means that, and all good things. It means that even a thank you note is a good thing. Hallelujah. Thank you. It's a good thing. A nice note is a good thing. But you also will agree with me that one of the good things that we all need in more in our life is money. Is money a good thing? Is money a good thing? That is why we have to honor the one who teaches us. And you see, we are being very spiritual and careful about this. The one who teaches us, it's not even me. It's the bishop. I say, it's who? I say, it's who? Because everything I'm preaching to you, I'm teaching to you, it's from him. Hallelujah. And I'm not ashamed to tell you that everything I learned, I learned from him. It is only proud people who don't want to reveal their secrets. As for me, everything I learned, I learned from Bishop. So if you want to ask who is really teaching us, it is Bishop Daguerre Mills. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I, must, I, I will say it everywhere I go. The one who's really teaching us, the books, the messages, even the anointing to preach and to teach, if God gave it to him. And then from him, all of us got some small, small pieces. The one amen. Some people want to act like they are their own bosses. I'm not. He is the one. I say he's the one. I say he's the one. And therefore, I want us to honor him well. Amen. So can you memorize the verse? Are you ready to memorize it? So shall I take it off? Okay. Off. One Galatians says. it was so muffled so okay only those on the side those here Mm. something like that those here don't wow. Hallelujah! Amen! Wonderful. So that's our memory verse for this Sunday. Hallelujah! But this Sunday morning is communion. Hallelujah! And we are getting a lot of testimonies with communion because communion is actually a holy meal. It is a holy meal. Hallelujah. And Jesus Christ instructed Himself that do this in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. And He talks about His body that was broken and His blood that was shed. Two weeks ago, there was a testimony on Bishop's podcast about somebody whose mother had stage four ovarian cancer. You heard it? it. You, you, You heard it, right? Who came to the church and his mother had stage four ovarian cancer. Okay, stage four, you're almost gone. Took the mother to church because it was communion. And he partook, the mother took the communion and instantly the stage four ovarian cancer vanished. This is a supernatural meal. I said, This is a supernatural meal. Amen. Look, I'm a doctor. I don't believe in any man being able to take care of you. I believe in God. I said, I believe in God. Amen. I believe in divine healing. Amen. See, tell your neighbor, don't trust your insurance. Tell your neighbor, don't, don't trust your insurance. Oh, I got insurance. You come and see. You'll be surprised that even with your insurance, they'll send you a fat bill. (laughs) I said, you'll be surprised even with your insurance. Even the copay can kill you. So rather believe that God will you see, God will block the disease and God will heal you. Amen. We block every disease. I said, we block every disease. Rather, look believe in divine health. Hallelujah. Believe you or not, it's possible to walk in divine health. I say it is possible to walk what? It's according to your faith. Because Kenneth Hagen, Kenneth Hagen, Papa Hagen, said from the time he began to believe in divine health till he died a, 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 something, he never even had a headache. May you receive that healing. May you receive that faith. May you have that faith. Kenneth Hagen never even had a headache. Not even a headache. Yeah, hallelujah. Church, I want us to believe in the supernatural. That is why we take time. That's why I take time to explain communion. It is a supernatural meal. And as you have believed, may you be healed. As you have believed, may you be delivered. May you walk in the supernatural. Brothers and sisters, I tell you. Mark, Keen, Lala, Stace thank you Holy Spirit Holy Spirit sons of God God, hear his holy word word. gather around the table of the Lord Lord. in his body drink his
0: blood and will sing the yes, song of hallelujah. love
1: hallelujah 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 father we thank you for the body that was broken we thank you for the blood the bible said when you took it you blessed it and you said this is my body and when you took the cup you also blessed it and said this is my cup and Paul said this cup is a cup of blessing to this morning we open up ourselves to the supernatural may we walk in divine health may we walk in divine favor may we walk in divine blessing as we partake of the body and the blood in Jesus name we pray amen, amen. go ahead we
0: Just In the spirit,
1: we are... Hallelujah. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. Wonderful. I've been talking to you about the names of God. Do you remember? Yes. I said, do you remember? Yes. Are you here with me? Yes. All right. So what was the first thing we talked about? Preach back to me. What does the first one we talk about? Elohim, God the creator. I say God the creator. Elohim means God is the creator. Hallelujah. So God created you. I say you are created by God. And God doesn't do junk. Hallelujah. So don't let anybody tell you you don't look nice. Once you are created by God, you are nice. Even your nose is fine. Those who are laughing at your nose, tell them God created your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, I am fearfully and what? Don't let anybody laugh at you. Hallelujah. Amen. And Elohim, after Elohim, what do we talk about? We talk about who? El Shaddai, the one who pushes and no one can push him back, the mighty breasted one. The one who have enough breath blessing for everybody, when it comes to El Shaddai, I don't have to stand in line. He can bless all of us at the same time. That's El Shaddai. I say that's El Shaddai. I say that's El Shaddai. And then after El Shaddai, who do you talk about? Jehovah what? Jireh or Jireh? Depends on how you pronounce. Some people say Jehovah Jireh. Some also say Jehovah Jireh. But it's all correct. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord. I said, the Lord. I said, the Lord. She don't say, I'll provide my provider. The Lord. I said, the Lord. Yeah. Sometimes when you go to the hospital, they say, who's your insurance provider? Have you heard that term before? Who's your insurance? You saw blue Cross, blue shield, Aetna, Cigna, Dhi, but I tell you the Lord. I said the Lord. I said the Lord. Yeah. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, my provider. Hallelujah. And then after Jireh, what else do we name? Jehovah, what? Jehovah Raphi, which the Lord. I said the Lord. I said the Lord. That was last week, right? Look, you must believe in the healing power of God. He's your healer. I say he's your healer. Lift up your hand and say he is, my he is my healer. Say he is my healer. he is my healer. He prevents me from getting diseases. Say he blocks diseases from my life. And he heals me of my diseases. He is my healer. He is Jehovah, Jehovah. Rophe, the Lord, my healer. healer. Yeah, he's your healer. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Do you believe it? You know what? There's a brother standing there. Stand up. Let me pray for you. You. Yeah. Father, lift up your hand. I pray for you. May God be your healer. May he prevent you from getting any disease. May he deliver you from the hand of the wicked one. He is Jehovah Rophe, the Lord, your healer. He's your healer. It means you don't have, God can block the disease. Hallelujah. He's your healer. Amen. Is that what we did last week? Okay, so today is the last one on the names of God. For further exposition on the names of God go and read this book by Bishop Jacob Mills. Amplify Your Ministry It's a book written by Bishop called Amplify Your Ministry You'll get more about the names of God but for my sermon for, for my series I'm ending today and I'll go on to something else Hallelujah Amen Today we are going to talk about another one which as we read the verses you'll know what we are talking about Judges chapter 6. Judges chapter 6 verse 1. Are we all here? I said Judges, not Ruth. Judge, please quickly. The Bible said that, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Midianites seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. And because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them the dens, which are in the mountains, and caves, and strongholds. And so it was, when Israel had sown, that the Midianites came up, and the Amalekites, and the children of the eat, even they came up against them, verse number four, and they encamped against them and destroyed the increase of the earth that come unto Gaza and left no sustenance for Israel neither sheep nor, nor ox nor ass for they came up with their cattle and their tents and they came as grasshoppers for multitude for both they and their camels were without number and they entered into the land to destroy it are you there? And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites. And Israel was what? I say Israel was what? You see, this is the story. The Bible says that the Israelites were under the captivity of the Midianites and the Amalekites. And the Israelites would go and plant their plants, their farm, their crops, their cattle. Then what is about to be harvested? When they are about to chop, suddenly the Midianites will descend on them. They will work hard all year. Harvest time, then the Midianites. It's like they are working, they were working hard, but they were not seeing their fruits. Every time, and they were greatly impoverished. To be impoverished is worse than poor. Poor, 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 poor without sustenance they were working hard they go to work nine to, 9 to 5 over time but every time the paycheck comes something descends on them there are some bills I call Midianites I said there are some bills I call them Midianites I mean you don't know where that thing comes from you work all year you work all month. As soon as the paycheck comes, suddenly the car is not working. Suddenly the fridge is not working. Suddenly the roof is leaking. Suddenly school fees. Suddenly a phone call from Ghana. Midnight. <laughs> May God deliver from midnight bills. So no matter how hard you work, you still don't see. Last week you, go, you got the midnight bill. May God deliver from midnight bills. You see, what I'm trying to say, don't you see? This is a spiritual. It's not some bills are actually sent by the devil. And you better block that bill in the name of Jesus. You better block it in the name of Jesus. No, yeah. Make It's not because you are lazy, you are working hard. You are not lazy. You work hard, you strive. You wake up early in the morning, you sleep late at night, but somehow as soon as and and, 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 and every time you look at your pay stub, you ask yourself, did they pay me all this money? <laughs> you ask yourself, did they really pay me all this money? Media nights. Yeah. Midianites. Impoverished. You see what I'm trying to say is that that's what the Bible says that it is the Lord who blesses. The you see the blessing of the Lord, the Bible says it make it rich. Not hard work. Because you can work hard and you have a lot of medianites around you. As soon as the money comes you know phone call from whatever country you are from. Hello. <laughs> Suddenly, there's a call from Gabon. There's a call, a call from Benin. There's a call from Kumasi. And the way the call comes, it, is, it puts you in a tight corner. That you feel wicked if you don't respond. Or suddenly, your car That one, Medianite bills. Suddenly, the phone is not working. But by the power of God, we block every Medianite bill. You see, I'm teaching spiritual. So, 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 trust God. The fact that you are working hard does not mean you will prosper. When you read the account, when Jesus met Peter, he said, we have toiled all night, but caught nothing. We have worked all night, but caught what? Yeah. But by your word. There is a certain way that brings prosperity. May the word of God that brings prosperity come your way. I deliver this church from Midianite bills. I deliver it from Midianite bills. I say, I deliver it from Midianite bills. May you see the fruit of your labor can't get up and go to work every day. You don't sleep. You don't even eat. Always running around. I know at the end of the day. Nothing to show. Hallelujah. But we cancel the bills. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? Somebody here received a blockage of medianite bill. You shall not receive. We cancel every Midianite bill. You shall see the fruit of your labor. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, the Bible says, and the children of Israel cried unto who? I said they cried unto who? I said they cried unto who? Yeah. It's also another mistake we make. Let me tell you something. When you are going through difficulty and problems, don't cry to a man. Cry to God. A lot of times, we waste our time crying to people. Have you gone to somebody and explained all your problems? You know what I'm talking about. The person listen, and as you're talking, the person will be nodding. Mm, okay. Hey, okay. Hey, no. I simply that happen. Only to tell you at the end of, after you have poured out all your problems. Look at it. I'm sorry. You know, if only you had come last week. Rather, cry, the boy said they cried unto who? I said they cried unto who? Don't, you see, don't even cry to your husband. Why? Don't cry to your husband. I'm preaching. Don't, you don't cry to him. As you are crying to him, don't waste your time. Because he knows the situation already. If you want, he will have helped. Don't waste your time. Rather cry unto God. Some wives are used to crying to your husband. You are wasting your time. Cry unto God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And your husband also stop crying to your wife. She won't mind you anyway. Because when she was coming into the marriage, she was told by her auntie that this marriage that you are going in According to our tradition, when the man has something, it's for you. But when you have something, it's for your family. <laughs> that is the message by which he came into the marriage. So why are you even bothering to cry to such a person? Cry unto God. I said, Cry unto God. David said that I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From hence cometh my help. My help cometh from God. Stop crying to your boss. Stop crying to your boss. Every day you want to go and see your boss. Learn to cry to God. Listen, learn to cry to God. This time, every day you want to go and see your boss, you know, I need raise. I need this. And At the point you even irritate the guy. Rather cry unto God. And the Bible said that at the heart of the king, it's in the hands of the Lord. When you cry to God, God can turn the heart of the boss, and you may not even go and ask. They no, come and call you. Listen to me, Johnny. I think for the past years you've been very good. You need a fifty-five percent pay raise. Yes. Hallelujah. The Bible says, and they cried unto God. Is somebody hearing me? And they cried unto God. Verse seven. And it came to pass. When the children of Israel cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites, the Lord sent a prophet. When you cry to God, he will send you a prophet. When you cry to... By, by a prophet, he delivered Israel. I say, when you cry unto God, God will send you a prophet. And when a prophet comes into your life, he changes your life. A prophet is an agent of change. A prophet is somebody when He speaks into your life it comes to pass. He sent unto them a prophet unto the children of Israel which said unto them, Thus said the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you forth out of the house of bondage. Next verse. And I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hands of all that oppressed you and drove them out from before you and gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat an oak, sat under an oak, which was in Ophrah, that pertinent unto Joash the right Ab- 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 And his son, Gideon, threshed wheat by the wine price to hide it from the Midianites. Gideon had, Gideon had got his small prosperity. But because of the situation, he was hiding it. Like some of you, because of the, the, the family you come from, you are hiding your prosperity. <laughs> Say, hey, if my people know that I have this. You are hiding. Because of the village that you come from, even when you buy build the house, you don't want to put your name on it. So that was Gideon. Hiding his prosperity. I know someone that prophet. Kaka told me, <laughs> he has a lot of stories. About a husband. When they were going through, they were married already. Then they joined the church. Then they were going through marriage counseling. And in our marriage counseling manual, one of the things we talk about, is said, said that in marriage, there should be financial nakedness. You must disclose all your financial Assets to your spouse When they go to that page The guy called prophet and says Prophet Can I see He said hey, This is my wife This is my wife I don't know what I should say it In the tree language <laughs> He said my wife This is my wife <laughs> Oh,
0: This
1: is my wife She is very greedy If she sees my assets I'm dead. <laughs> so, I understood all that you said, but for, for her to know my back account, now the prophet, I beg you, we can jump over that chapter. <laughs> we can skip that part. Because if she knows, mercy for me. So, the Bible said, Gideon was hiding his blessing. Sometimes circumstances force you to hide your blessing. Because when they know, hey, that is why some of you, even when you send letter of invitation, you block out your W-2. Because when they see the W-2, say, hey, Kojo, that's prospered, oh. Because they will see the figure and multiply it by the local currency. <laughs> you see, but they don't know your bills. They don't know your expenditure. All that they see is that, hey, Kojo, Jerry, has prospered, oh. Look at his pay. This way. So this is how much they pay him every month. Times. <laughs> What's the rate now? Four. Times four. Hey! Suddenly. Every school feast will they'll be calling you. That is why you don't tell them. You are behaving like Gideon. Hiding your prosperity because of the Midianites. Hallelujah. Amen. Some husbands, that's why they don't tell you. You see, no, 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 even no, no husbands. Some wives too are like that. No, only husbands. Some wives too are like that. Your husband knows your paycheck, but the bonus, the bonus, the paycheck that we have agreed, you know, you know how much comes in every week. But when you get the bonus, you that that is non disclosed. Because you know that this. If this man knows that this bonus has come into this house immediately, the, the, okay, we need new curtains, we need a cup. Hey, Me, he will generate medianized bills. <laughs> I'm preaching. So, in your own wisdom, the bonus is non disclosure because if this guy sees the bonus, suddenly we need to change <laughs> the car. <guy. laughs> nice bills. He was hiding his prosperity. Amen. Next verse. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. The Lord is with thee. Thou what? Thou what? Next verse. And Gideon said unto him, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is this befalling us? You know? can, you, can you reconcile the fact that the guy was hiding under a tree? He was afraid, he was just hiding in the corner. Then an angel comes and says, Not an afraid man. The angel comes and doesn't call him a coward. But he calls him a mighty man. I mean, how can you reconcile the two? The angel did not call the guy a coward. He said you are a mighty man. You are a mighty man. Not that you would be a mighty man. You are a mighty man. Listen, I want to share something with you. You see, this is also another revelation. Listen. Sometimes you don't even know what is in you. But God sees what is in you. I say, what well, God sees on you? Maybe in your sight, you are a failure. But God says, you are not a failure. God said, that based on what I have put in you, based on the way I made you, you are not a failure. You are a mighty man. You are a mighty woman. There is something great about you. Even the fact that you are still around, in spite of all the problems, means that there is something great about you. You are a mighty tell your neighbor, mighty man or mighty woman. Yeah. Let us learn to see things from God's perspective. Oh, many a times we have counted ourselves out. Because of what, what we are going through, we feel that we are failures. But I want to tell you, you may feel that you are failure, but the one who created you know there is something in you that makes you mighty. Mighty man, mighty man, mighty man. You know, Tasha, this is the difference between God and man. Man describes you by your problems, but God describes you by what is in you. That is why in the Bible, m- men we describe them by their problem. The woman with the issue of blood, blind Bartimaeus. Man has a way of describing you by your problems. But the God who created you does not describe you by your problems. He describes you by what he has put in you. So who God is concerned? He's a mighty man. I say you are a mighty man. Brother, stand up. Let me, yeah, you stand up. Stand up again. Yeah, no, no, Don't behind you. Lift up your hand. Receive the blessing of a mighty man. God is saying that you are a mighty man. He's saying that you are a mighty man. He said you are a mighty man. He says don't count yourself out. You are a mighty man. Sit down. You are a mighty man. You are a mighty man. You are a mighty man. Yeah. Yeah. Men may say that you are a failure. Sometimes you, you yourself say you are a failure. But God said you are a mighty man. Hallelujah. So now, did you begin to rank and rave? And give us something... Oh Lord, if thou be with us, why then is this befalling us? Where is the miracles? Which is how we will behave. Listen to me. Listen to me carefully. The fact that you are going through a situation does not mean that God is not with you. Is somebody hearing me? Stop thinking like an idiot. Yeah. This This was Gideon. is with me, how come I've lost my job? If God is with me, how come I've lost my marriage? If God is with me, how come I didn't, I failed my exam? Listen to me. It's irrelevant. That is why you are not God. That is why you are not God. And that is why you are not even like Moses. Because the Bible said the children of Israel, they knew the acts of God. But Moses knew his ways. God's ways are not your ways. God can is only god who can make you a prime minister by taking you to prison if man wants to make you a prime minister he'll say go and stand for an election did you get that one i said do you get that one when man wants to make you a president they will tell you to go and campaign like hillary clinton and donald trump campaign all over the place and ask for votes but when god wanted to make joseph a prime minister he did not make him campaign. He took him to the prison. God can make you a prime minister to a prison instead of campaigning. Because his ways are not your ways. Neither his thoughts, your thoughts. So let us learn to trust God and know that He said that you are a mighty. Tell the person, you are mighty. You are mighty. You are mighty. See, one time I'll tell you the story. Don't tell it. Reverend Bailey, you know, me and we we should teach. You. Me and Reverend Ben, we were always teasing each other. So one time, I think he got fired with something, photo, doing a photocopier job. He was a student. He was doing photocopying to pay his fees, and they sacked him. And I laughed at him. I said, hey, even photocopy credit, they fired him. <laughs> I remember he was in Colombia. I laughed at him. Laughed. Then he looked at me quietly. Didn't you know what he told me after I finished laughing at him. He said, don't take a rain-beating eagle to be a chicken. <laughs> you yeah, understand what he said? He says, don't take a rain-beating eagle to be a chicken. It is only a matter of time. The sun will shine up. My wings will dry up and I'll soar up again. <laughs> so the father that rain has been and I'm calling, that's not me, I'm a chicken. I'm still an eagle. It is only a matter of time. The sun will shine again, I will shake my wings, and I will soar high. Tell your neighbor, don't take a rain beaten chicken. No, don't take a rain-beating eagle to be a chicken. Say, I am not a chicken. I'm an eagle. I'm just wet for a moment, but the sun will shine again. I will never forget that statement. Because I laughed at him, I laughed at him, I laughed at him. him. He said, look, don't take a rain-beaten eagle for a chicken. The sun will shine. My wings will dry again. And then you see me high up in the sky again. Mighty man! Mighty man! Mighty man! That's why I pray for that, you, 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 you are taking it to be a. You are, you are not a chicken at all. You are just a rain beating eagle. Believe God, the sun will shine again, and you soar up again. Yeah. Hallelujah! I said Hallelujah. Are you getting blessed. We are doing Bible study. We are reading the verses. Then you talk about the miracles. Blah 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 blah. Next verse. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might. I like this verse. And thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent thee? Rachel, can you believe that after Gideon had whined and complained, expecting God to give him something extraordinary. God said, "No, no, 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 no. Go what? Go how? I said go how? I said go how? So Gideon, can't you see that God, so far as God is concerned, Gideon has more than enough in him to do the work. Most of you think that I need more, but God is saying that what is in you is enough. I said what you have is enough. I said what you have is enough. I said what you have is enough. Go in this time, right? oh, if only I had finished this job and I had this degree and I've got this job, then I can go and propose. I'd be like, no, 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 it doesn't, it, you don't need a job. You don't need to finish school. You can still go propose. Go in this dynamite. I'm not saying you, but I'm just using it as an example. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you, but it, generally, we are just a random between it. Go in this dynamite. Hallelujah. Go for that. Somebody has an interview. Go for that interview in this dynamite. Somebody has an interview coming. Go for it in this dynamite. God is going to be with you. God is going to be with you. Go in this. I say what? Go in this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I got a blessed? So let's jump to verse 22. God is still talking. And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel, you see, all along he didn't know, he was just talking back and forth, running his mouth. But when he perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for because I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. And... Go back to this again. He said, Alas, oh Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. He's like, I'm a dead man. Continue. And the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee. Fear not, for I shall not die. You will not die. I say, You will not die. I say, You will not die. I, I decree it again and I prophesy to you, You will not die. You will not die. I said, You will not die. You will not die. I say it again. You will not die. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Verse 24. Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord. And called it Jehovah what? Jehovah what? Jehovah what? Jehovah what? Today I'm talking about Jehovah Shalom. The Lord our peace. I'm talking about Jehovah Shalom. The Lord. I said the Lord. I said the Lord. Jehovah Shalom. The Lord my peace. His name is Jehovah Shalom. The Lord my peace. Do you know why Gideon built an altar and called it Jehovah Shalom? The Lord my peace. Suddenly you see because he had been agitated. He had been anxious. He had been afraid. He had been disquieted. But when he saw God and God assured him what he God can do. Suddenly he had peace. The Lord, my peace. Today, I quieten every anxiety, every fear. May you know him as Jehovah Shalom. The Lord, my peace. Look, look, I can tell you over and over again. The reason for your anxiety and things is not because of the problem. Look, it's not problems. Because, and, and listen to me carefully. No matter any problem that comes your way, once you have a solution you are at peace. Do you know that? Do you know that? That is why when, as soon as you get your paycheck you are not anxious about the electricity bill. Are you hearing me? No, do you understand what I'm saying? It's like you are not worried about con Listen. But the reason why you are anxious about is because you are not guaranteed of the paycheck. So it's not a problem. It is whether you have an answer. So when Gideon saw, I said when Gideon saw that no matter what the problem is, there is a God who can help him solve the problem. Suddenly he had peace. Jehovah Shalom. The Lord my peace. May he be shalom to you. May he be shalom to you. May he be shalom to him. May no problem overwhelm you. I'm preaching to you. Jehovah shalom. The Lord my peace. The Lord my peace. You see, and the, peace is the greatest thing we all need. All of us are looking for peace. And I'm showing you. Church, listen. Peace is what we need. Hallelujah. You see, white people are young. I beg you like your type. When they are young and they are, they are looking for a beloved, you ask them, what type of woman do you want? You hear what they say. What do they say? Fantas- fantastic. <laughs> uh, give me a mic. What do they say? Fantastic what? Give me a mic. What, what did do, what do they say? Fantastic bottom. Fantastic bottom. <laughs> yes. Which is the. All you young guys. You are looking for a certain shape, a certain backside, a certain breast size, a certain color. Yeah, I mean, those are the things that motivate you. I'm preaching. You are imagining yourself in a the beach. Then she's wearing, you're wearing your, 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 your shirt and she's wearing her bikini, And you are drinking your coconut and you are chilling. Fantastic bottoms. When you are young, don't look at me like that. That's how you chose your wife. You are looking at that. says. Don't look at me like I'm saying. You are looking for shapes and sizes, bottoms and color. And those are the things you are, listen. but let me tell you something that's that's the criteria and because of the age that you are but after people are grown up when you ask elderly people when they are going to marry again they will tell you that I'm looking for someone who give me peace <laughs> is that what they say is that what they say what do they say I'm looking for someone who give me what Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? What the, isn't that the truth? It's true. Do you, think, do you think if he's going to get married, he'll be looking for fantastic bottoms? <laughs> what would he be looking for? Peace. Shalom. It's because you are young, that's why you're looking for fantastic bottoms. I just well, is that the truth? They would, they would tell you, Look, I just want someone who will give me peace. But for now, it is good to dream about fantastic bottoms. So I'm not saying, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling you not to stop dreaming. You keep on dreaming. <laughs> for now. <laughs> yeah. But it will get to a point you want peace. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. And, and like I was saying, you see, the opposite of peace, okay, the opposite of peace is not trouble. The opposite of peace is not trouble. No, no, no. no. Trouble, no, no. See, trouble doesn't matter. So long as you have an answer to the trouble, you don't care. It doesn't matter. Trouble. If, listen to me, if they are firing from a job and you have another job, you don't really care. <laughs> I, do you understand what I'm saying? If they are firing from and you have another job, do you think you care? Some of you will also say, damn, I'm out of here. It's not the being led of. Hallelujah. So, the opposite of peace is not trouble. The opposite of peace is fear. What do I mean? I'm are like a lawyer. What I'm trying to say is that what takes away your peace is fear fear of this, fear of that, fear that this will happen, this will happen. That's what takes away your peace. It's not the trouble, but fear. The opposite of fear. Fear that I will get this disease. Is it fear, when you see the, you saw the report, you are afraid. That's why you are agitated. The reason why you cannot sleep at night, you are anxious, you are nervous, is because of fear. So the opposite of peace is fear. That is why when God wants to grant you peace, he takes away all fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power of my I command every fear to disappear, every anxiety to disappear. I drive away sleepless nights. Why do you think he called the place Jehovah Shalom? For once the fear of somebody coming to take their prosperity was gone. Now he knew that because of this God, I will not be afraid of this Midianite, Jehovah Shalom. When you overcome fear, peace arrives. Are you hearing me? I said, are you hearing me? Yeah. May God reveal himself to, in that situation. May God calm all your fears. Yeah. I said, may God calm all your fears. It is fear that is making you, you can't sleep. At your age, you are developing gastric ulcer because of anxiety. Fear that, can, will, will this bill be paid? Will this child do well? Will I get married? Will I do this? Fear! So the agitation and the anxiety is because of fear. But when God showed Gideon that I am with you, suddenly he said, because of that revelation, I have my peace. May God reveal himself to you in that situation. I drive away fear. I drive away anxiety. You will not have irregular messes again because of fear. You will not lose your hair again because of fear. Your blood pressure will not go up again because of fear, yeah. anxiety. Some of you have sleepless nights. Yeah, Hallelujah! By His Jehovah Shalom. I say His what? Somebody said the Lord my peace. I say the Lord my peace. Say the Lord my peace. Say the Lord my peace. It doesn't matter what is. They are bringing you a... Even if they say you have this problem, you have a solution, you are not afraid. You are not. What, what disturbs us is, the, is because you don't have an answer. So the fear. Fear. What will happen? What is about to happen to me? If I don't pay this bill, less man, what does he mean? If I don't get this admission, less man, what does he mean? If I don't get this job, next man, what does it What does he mean? If, if, uh, if, if, this husband's, uh, if my husband leaves me next month, what does he mean? If my child dies, what does it mean? If I don't get this paper, what does he mean? So it generates anxiety and fear. And it disturbs you. It makes you lose your peace. So fear is the opposite of peace. So when God takes away fear, your peace comes. May he be Jehovah Jalom. May he be Jehovah Shalom. Amen. The Lord my peace. Next up, I say Shalom. Shalom. Say, I have no fear. I have peace. I have peace. He so I will sleep well at night. I will sleep well at night. I have no anxiety. God is with me. No situation will overwhelm me. I have my peace. Jehovah Shalom. Do you know why he built the hotel? Suddenly, he ran. So this thing, has they give me sleepless night, there is a God who can make me solve that problem. Yeah, don't worry anymore. Then I'm cool. Then I am cool. Yeah. Jehovah Shalom. Hallelujah. The Lord, our peace. Do I'm talking about Jehovah Shalom? Allah is the Lord, your peace. He's the Lord your peace. I arrest every anxiety. I arrest every sleeplessness. May shalom be your peace. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why you have a step. That's why you can't even laugh. Some of you husbands, you are so irritable. Every small thing annoys you. Not because you are not a nice person of fear because if you knew that things are taking care of you can relax but the reason why you are even shouting at a two year old child is because a lot of anxiety is going on yeah that is why you are yelling at a 2 year old that poured water on the carpet what is a two year old supposed to do? They pour water on carpets. But because you are tired with the bills and you don't know what to do, and next month you are not sure. So even a two year old who pours water on the carpet annoys you. My two year old, they are supposed to pour water. <laughs> Hallelujah. We arrest every anxiety. Listen. I'm closing. Look, let me show you this verse. Father, we thank you. Yeah, we thank you for Jehovah Shalom. Jehovah Shalom. Jehovah Shalom. The Lord. I say the Lord. I say the Lord. I say the Lord. Jehovah Shalom. My peace. My peace. Matthew chapter six, verse twenty-seven. I wish you have the message version because I need the message version for you. you have it, Karen. Message. Let's, let's look at this verse, please. Has anyone has anyone by fastened in front of the mirror ever gotten taller by so much as an inch? Scripture, you fast and fast and fast. Have you even grown taller? Next verse: All this time, all this time and money wasted on fashion. Do you think it makes much? Do you think it makes that much of a difference? Some of you ladies will read this version: All this money wasted on fashion. Today, you are doing your face. Tomorrow, you are doing your nails. Next time, you are doing your hair. Do you think it makes much of a difference? It's a message. Instead of looking at the fashions, walk out into the fields and look at the wild flowers. They never prim or shop. But have you, have you ever seen color and design quite like it before? As you see the flowers, the lilies. Have you seen color like that before? Instead of this, you are primping and you are shopping. The ten best dressed men and women in the country look shabbily alongside them. When you see the roses go. You, next time, just look where you're dressed and go and stand by the roses. And you see that compared to the rose. If God gives such attention to the appearance of wild flowers, most of which are never seen, don't you think he will attend to you? Take pride in you. Do his best for you. if God, dear God takes so much time to arrange the lilies and the bougainvillea, which today they are here, and tomorrow they are not, don't you think he will attend to you? Why this anxiety? Why this fear? Take pride in you. Do his best for you. My goodness. Next verse. What am I trying to do here? What, uh, uh, what I am trying to do here is to get you to relax. That's my message today. All that I'm trying to do is to get you what? I said, all that I'm trying to do is to get you what? That's my message to you today. Shalom. All that I'm trying to get you what? I said what? Shake your shake neighbor say, relax. I say, you are too tense. Relax. Shake the person, say relax. If the person is your husband or your wife, massage the back of his neck. Say relax, relax. Relax. You are too tense. You are too nervous. Tell the person, take it easy. Say take it easy. Relax. What am I trying to do? Relax. Relax. You can't Relax. You don't even know how to laugh to a joke. You are too tight. Tell a person easy, easy, easy. Easy. Tell a person easy, easy. Relax. Are you hearing me? I said, Are you hearing me? Relax. Relax. I like this version. He said, what I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax. To not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. Oh, 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 oh. You have two things. Nothing can come your way. You need to relax so you can receive a blessing. Next verse. People see, people who don't know God and the way he works fast over distance. But you know God and how he works. Is that sweet? He said, people who don't know God, they are the ones who are so tense. And fast, but you know God. So why are you so tight? Because, I mean, you are behaving like an unbeliever. Tell your person don't behave like an unbeliever. Relax. Smile. Say smile. Tell a person laugh and let me hear. <laughs> ah. You are behaving like somebody. You, see, you, see, you are behaving like somebody who has no God. Yes. But God. And and know how he works. Steep your life. Okay? This is what he's rather telling you to do. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Steep your life. Put your life. Live your life. Bury your life. In these three things, that God is real, God takes initiative, and God provides yeah, sleep your life don't worry about missing out you will find all your everyday human concerns will be met oh, somebody you didn't hear me I said you didn't hear me you, you see this is shalom Because when you know that come what may tomorrow you will chop, you are not worried. If you know that come what may tomorrow the bill will be paid, you are not worried. If you know come what may tomorrow the fees will be paid, you are not worried. That's why I say, steep yourself in God's provision. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Next verse. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get wet. Don't get what? What? Tell you number why are you so worked up? Don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you to deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. Oh, put your hand together for the Bible. I said, Put your hand together for the Bible. God will help you. God, just you understand. God will help you. I said, God will help you. So, why are you worried about the future? When the time comes, God will help you. Hey, you know the good thing about this thing? You know the good thing? These are not the words of a politician. These are the words of Jesus Christ. These words were not spoken to by Donald Trump. This is not Hillary Clinton. These are the words of who? Because if you have your Bible, it is in red. Jesus spoke this words. These are not the words of a man. This is not even the words of your pastor. This is the word of who? I said "Is a word of who? He said, God will help you to deal with whatever hard things comes up when the time comes. Why, friends? Why worry? Why be so tense? Why is your peace taken away? Let me tell you something. When if you believe God and you trust God and you know him Don't worry about the current situation. When the need comes, he will show up. Hallelujah. These are the words of Jesus. Listen to me. I am your pastor. I say I am your pastor. And I speak authoritatively into your life. I say I speak authoritatively into your life. I take away anxiety. I take away fear. I take away stress. Any phone call that will bring you fear, I block it. Any email that will distress you, I cancel it. Any letter that will make you anxious, I remove it. I remove it. I remove it. I remove it. I, anything that will disturb your peace, I block it. I am your pastor and your prophet and I declare to you, Mary, God will take care of you. 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 Keep standing. Stand up to your feet. Stand up to your feet. I speak authoritatively. I speak into your life. I declare, just say that God will take care of you. God will take care of you. I say, listen to me. Any phone call that is going to disturb your peace, I block it. I block it. I block it. I block it. Any letter that will make you anxious, I block it. I block it. I block it. Any human being that will make you that will disturb your career. I remove him. I remove him. I remove him. I say I remove him. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. Show me Ephesians. Keep standing. In King James, we are about to pray. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. For his what? Are you reading? He is what? I said, He is what? He is our peace. Who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition? He is what? I say his what? We and he has broken down the middle wall. I decree that anything that is preventing you from your peace, I break it down. I break it down. I break it down. Any obstacle to your peace, we break down. You know what? Why don't you hold your neighbor and pray for your neighbor that anything that is taking away your peace, we break it down. Your peace will not be disturbed. We are breaking down every wall. Any situation, pray for your neighbor. Pray for your neighbor. Find somebody and pray. We bring down every wall, every situation, every circumstances, that will disturb your peace. I am Dalima Sukata and analyse my mind. If Allah will me Baba, He'll help me pray, help me pray. I analyse my mind. Oh, We break down, we break down, we break down. Help me pray. I analyse Baba. He can't Baba. He can't Baba. He can't do Baba. He's Baba. He is our peace. He is our, Who has broken down? was has broken down any barrier, any obstacle, that which is broken your business, that which is broken your marriage, that which is broken your child, that which is We break it down. We break it down. We break it down. He's peace. He's a peace. He's a peace. We are broken down. We break down. We break down. We break
0: down. We break down. Pray for your brother. Pray for your sister. Pray for your brother. Pray for your sister. Pray for your brother. Pray for your sister. We are breaking down. Pray for your brother. Pray for your neighbor. We are breaking down. We every situation. Every anxiety. Every stress we're We are breaking down. Peace our peace. The Homer The Homer The Lord our peace. The Lord our peace. The Lord our peace. The Lord our peace. He's on every side. is on every side. He has broken down. Are broken of the we We broke it down. We break it down. down. <blanc-possits> <typeinated> <iceps acá> I Allah Ya Baba Ya Allah Ya Allah Ya Baba Ya Allah Ya Allah Ya Baba Ya Allah Ya Allah Ya Baba Ya The Ya Allah Ya Baba Ya Allah 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 Ya i Father in the name of Jesus. You You're you you you, you you are you
1: you,
0: are
1: you we stand on your way In this the afternoon. Jesus, yes, Lord. The Bible says, he is our peace who has broken down every wall. that this afternoon, I go down on my knees and I break every barrier Amen. that has prevented our peace. Amen. Financial barrier, I break it down. Amen. Anything that has become a block and a hindrance, say so that your children are not receiving the breakthrough Amen. and has disturbed your peace, we break it down. Amen. We break it down. Amen. We break it down. We break it down. That which is preventing our peace in our marriage. We break it down. That which is blocking our peace in our job. We break it down. That which is preventing our peace in our church. We break it down. That which is preventing the peace in our health. We break it down. In the name of Jesus. And we take authority in the heavens. Yes. And we speak authoritatively. Based on the word of God mm. and declare you send them a prophet. Mm. Father, I stand here as the prophet sent to these people. Yes. And Father, I block any phone call that will disturb your peace. Amen. I block any email that will disturb your peace. Amen. I block any letter that will disturb your peace. Amen. Father, any human being that will disturb your peace, I block it. Amen. For so by a prophet you delivered Israel. And Father, I establish them in your word. Amen. I remove sleepless nights. Amen. I remove anxiety. Amen. I remove depression. Amen. Father, that news which is about to disturb your child. I block it. Amen. That email will not come through. Amen. That letter will not come through. Amen. That phone call will not come through. Amen. That person, will cannot, come Amen. That person will cannot come through. Amen. The carrier of bad news will block. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Jesus' name. And let the saints shout Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before I sit down, you are here and you are not born again. You have not given your life to Jesus Christ. The Bible says that what shall it profit a man? There is room at the cross. Room what shall it profit a man? At the cross <laughs> who gets the whole world and loses his soul. And Ephesians, Ephesians say that he is our peace. Jesus Christ is our peace. Without Jesus in your life, you have no peace. He is our peace. He is the one who has the ability to break the barrier. That's why you need to be born again. That's why you need to be saved. So for a few moments, you are here and you are not born again. You need the peace of God. You need the peace of God. You cannot be at peace with yourself when you don't accept the Prince of Peace. He is the Prince of Peace. So please with every eye closed and every head bowed, you want to be born again. To be born again means to give your life to Jesus. It means to be saved. So my dear brother and my dear sister. Lift up your hand if you want to be born again. Be bold. Be bold. Be bold. Be bold about this. Because you need your peace. You need your peace. So if anybody in this auditorium is not saved. In this chapel it's not saved. You are not saved in this sanctuary. Please, today, I beseech you by the mercies of God. You must be born again. You must be born again. Father, we thank you for salvation. Thank you that none under the sound of my voice will perish. May the Prince of Peace become real to them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. Hallelujah. Alleluia. Are you blessed? Thank you. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.